Moto America fans, it's time for another episode of Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you may even learn something from this unlikely pair and their special guest. The mic is yours, Paul and Sean. Hello, everybody. This is Paul Carruthers, and this is our weekly podcast, Off Track with Carruthers and Bice. Uh, we do this every single week, no matter what. Thanksgiving can't even stop us, can it, Sean? No, I mean we're every week. It's incredible. I mean we're like we're like uh, the, probably better than the U.S. Postal Service. You know, it's no uh, gloom of night or anything will, will prevent us from uh, our appointed rounds of this weekly podcast. So yeah, we're good with that. Very true. So <laughs> I I kind of I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm going to because. I really want to, um, <laughs> but you know, I thought about you last night when I was watching Monday night football and, oh, God. you know, I feel bad about your giants and they just, they just didn't look real good. Did they? No. And they've been, you know, they haven't looked real good all season, but there's been one or two, you know, wins that they've gotten, like they beat the saints and, you know, they almost beat that. Well, almost doesn't mean anything, but they've had a couple of decent games, but I would say last night was the worst game that they've played this season and it really has led to some things I haven't heard any anything out yet but they say that uh, the offensive coordinator Jason Garrett is on his way out of there so I don't know we just we you remember this Paul being a, a Chargers fan at least from my point of view I remember you had a general manager that I personally never really liked he's not there anymore we have a dreadful general manager now so <laughs> we need to figure that out first before we can do much else but but uh, your guys are you guys are playing well out there. Yeah, it's not going so bad. It's uh, you know I don't I don't live and die with them like I used to when they were in San Diego. But yeah. um, you know I'd be lying if I don't if I didn't tell you that I keep an eye open. You know. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't lose that faith no matter what. I know what that's like. You've been a fan your entire life, so um, I don't know what it would be like. Thankfully, I haven't. I mean, the Giants really went from. I guess metropolitan New York to New Jersey at one point, and it's sort of all the same thing. So that never really bothered me too much. The fan base stayed the same, but I don't know what it would be like to have them move to a whole other part of the country. Well, although LA is not too far from San Diego, but it is a different world, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely a different world. And I'm kind of, you know, where I live is basically in between the two. So right, it, it, it works out okay for me. And uh, it, you know, sometimes it's nice to not have to plan your entire Sunday around a football game. So yeah. It's so speaking of Sundays, motorcycle racing, I mean, that's what we're really here to talk about. Yep. Today's guest today's guest is Jody Berry. Uh, he's raced with us for, I think he raced with us for three years, and then he went away and did some club racing, and he came back. This year, he raced in the Twins Cup. Um, he does have two KTM Junior Cup wins. That kind of shows you how long he has been has been with us, especially for when you realize he's, he's still a very young man, like, like most of the kids are that come through the junior cup. 2017, he tried some super sport. He finished 15th in the championship, but this year, I think he found a home in the, in the twins cup championship. He finished sixth. Um, he had five podiums, including a victory at, uh, at VIR. And I know I, you might feel the same way I do, but it, sometimes I forget about Jody Berry. It's like, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's on the podium and he's in our press conference. And you're like, oh man, I love this guy because he's very well-spoken. He's a big character. 
And, you know, he, he's a pleasure to have when he does finish in the top three, he's a pleasure to, to chat with, you know, in, in our press conferences that we do after every race. Um, this year, he had a big crash at Road America that basically, you know, scared the entire paddock. Uh, right. you know, he rang his bell pretty good. Um, and, and we were, you know, we were worried about him and, and it was nice when it, when his smiling face returned and, and everything was okay. And he did bounce back and, uh, had three podiums after that accident. So obviously no lingering effects that we know about, but we will talk to him now. And, uh, Jody, how, how are you? You all, you all good? Yeah, Paul, I'm all good. Thanks for asking. Well, tell us, let's start with the bad. Obviously, the season started out really well. Um, yeah. And then, as I mentioned, um, yeah, I think the, your first race, what were you, second? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we had a podium second at Road Atlanta before that um, four, four or five bike pileup that we had in race two. And then after that, we went to uh, VIR and just felt amazing. We were on top of it and team was hustling to get the bike ready to go. Um, we had an issue in race one, but we ended up on top of the podium um, race two. So, Okay, and then the crash. The crash was not very fun. I wish I had more to say about it, but I, to be honest, you don't remember any of it. So it's um, probably a good thing. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what uh, one of the doctors had said, you know, being unconscious for most of it actually saved the heck out of me because um, something with your body shutting down and kind of going into the safe mode, it, it, it minimizes the damage done and everything. So, um, but um, from what I was told, it was a pretty just kind of freak accident, you know, I think two or three laps into the session. And then next thing you know, I wake up in the hospital. So it was definitely a different experience. You know, Jody, Paul's going to laugh about this because, you know, he knows that I, I love all the riders in Moto America, but I have degrees of my love. And you're one of the ones at the top of the list, just because, as Paul said, you're, you're a delightful guy to, uh, to be around. And, you know, uh, I think you became a folk hero in Moto America when you won that race at VIR and, and let everybody know that it was hot as balls out there because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh. Definitely was out of words to say, so I had to throw something out there, and unfortunately, it was something silly like that. No, but it's iconic. I mean, you're always going to be known for that, and I think I might have told you that, or I'm sure somebody else has, but when we went to uh, the next round, uh, no, well, it was it was the next time that, that Chris Parrish was on the podium. Yeah, he that, that, it, yeah that was Road yeah. America, I think. I heard about that. <laughs> He yelled out, I got to go with what Jody Berry said. It's hot as balls out here. So yeah, thought it was good. Yeah, that was, that was awesome to, you know, for him to give me a shout out like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sean, right. Sean, if, if you think about it, the, the, the really the ideal podium would consist of Jody and Anthony Maziato as far as not knowing what they're going to say. <laughs> oh, that is true. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then, then we put Parrish on there too, who just, you know, has a delightful way of delivering his lines too. So, that would be quite a podium for all of us. I mean, we'd have a good time. Um, <laughs> hey, Jody, I want to ask you something. So this is my perception. And, and it seems like when you raced in, in uh, KTM and when you came back and raced in Twins Cup, yeah, it seemed like it's a, you're a different person than you went, were then. Is it, are you the same as you were? Or are you more, I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying attention as much then, but you just seem to be a lot more charismatic and outgoing, I guess. Did, 
did anything change? You're not, you're not the only person to have brought that up um, okay. this year. Um, back in, in the KTM um, cup and everything, it was just, it was a blast being out on track and everything like that. And then I just had that one really bad year in super sport that um, it, it kind of put me down as far as, you know, I didn't have as much fun um, and to take a couple years off and kind of work on just riding and, and learning to, to have fun and race again and then come back and do it. It, it, it really has, you know, rekindled my love for just showing up and riding and being in that environment and everything like that. Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, even just me looking back on the year, it was a whole different experience. And, and I just, I, I had nothing but fun, especially with the guys we were rolling with too. So, um, yeah, definitely different. I, I, I would, I would understand you saying that, um, from the different pastures that we've seen each other. So was it a, was it a, uh, a conscious thing that you kind of stepped away from Moto America for a while? And was it brought about by, you know, your program and, and getting the funds to do it? Or was it just, you had to kind of re, uh, focus yourself? What, what was that hiatus all about? Well, I think, it, I think it was a combination of a lot of things, definitely focusing on myself. Obviously the sport is, is pretty expensive. So there was some financial, um, um, decisions in there as well. Um, like you said, my program just, it, it took me a different way for those, for those couple of years. Um, and I'm glad it did because it, it, it definitely, like I said, changed my outlook on everything. Um, but you know, it was a combination of just about everything to decide, okay, let's you know step back couple of years and, and kind of, um, re-am our focus and, and then just go out there and have fun. So. Hey, Jody, this is a, out of the, out of the uh, blue question for you, but are you, have you seen any of the Lord of the Rings, um, movies? Are you familiar with that whole thing? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I have, I've seen bits and pieces, not too familiar though. Where's he going with this? I don't, yeah. I don't want to know almost. Well, here's where I'm going with it. And it's, it's out there, but it kind of makes me think when I, I look at the entry lists and go through them and everything. And, and I had noticed this morning when I was reviewing the bio, your bio that we had you down as being in Crystal Lake, Illinois, which is in itself sounds kind of uh, magical, but I know from the recent entry list that we have, we always have you down as Lake in the Hills, Illinois. Which yes. to me, Sounds like you're in the Shire at uh, among the Hobbits or something. What what is Lake in the Hills like? And is it the, is it the same as Crystal Lake? Are they two different well, places, or what's the deal? So that's they're they're neighboring towns, and depending, I guess, on uh, on how tired I was when I filled out the application, I might have may or may not have put Crystal Lake. But I do reside in Lake in the Hills. Okay. Um, it is not as glorious as it seems. Albeit, I love the town, but it, there really isn't a Lake in the Hills here more of a puddle in the humps, so to speak, because we're uh, right in the flat of Illinois. So, um, but it, uh, albeit not as, as glorious and as Lord of the Rings-esque as it sounds, um, it is a very nice town. Um, not, not a big one, um, but there's, uh, there's plenty to do here, put it that way. Okay, Jody, you made reference to it a few minutes ago. Um... But it seems to me like obviously the junior cup kids have a lot of fun and you see them at night, you know, running around on their scooters or, or what have you. And I know you were a part of that back when uh, when you were doing the KTM stuff. Oh, but yeah. It seems to me from the outside looking in that the Twins Cup class is probably about the most fun that people are having in our paddock. Is that would you agree with that? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's funny because I think either me and Anthony Maziato or me and Jackson Blackman were talking about it um, somewhere during this year that it's almost as if we're having a little bit of a reunion. Right. Um, because between Hayden, Jackson, um, Anthony, and, and, and a couple other, like Trevor Standish, um, and a couple others throughout the class, um, we all raced with each other back in the KTM days, those two years that we both did there. Um, so it's, you know, what we were doing back then and messing around in the paddocks is like kind of doing it again here, um, you know, because it's the same people. It's like, you know, old friends that haven't seen each other all reunited again. So. Yeah. And it's also, I think what, what also makes it cool is, is the, the additional fact that you guys came up through this thing together, but then you're also, when you get to Twins Cup, you get to race these old guys, most of whom are pretty cool guys. Um, and we've mentioned one of them already, but there, so it's kind of a little bit of a, of a mix there that I think works out really well. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I have nothing but amazing words about the twins cup and the riders in it and everything. Um, it's definitely a great middle ground between junior cup and super sport. Um, so, I mean, it, it is definitely a blast on and off the track. Uh, Jody, are you going to, are you going to do twins cup again this next year? Or are you going to try something else? What's your plan? Um, that's still up in the air. Um, we, we got some stuff in the works, but nothing, nothing set in stone yet. So I don't want to get too far into it, but, um, it's looking like, yeah, yeah, I'll be out there on a bike, um, next year or so. Okay. And tell us about your team a little bit. I don't really know the guys that are on your team. Number one, I, I, I'm fascinated by the fact that it's called righteous racing. Yeah. Um, I like to use that word once in a while, you know, if somebody's got a righteous haircut or something. Part of that is the, is your, uh, your paddock uniforms or shirts are absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. So can you talk about all that, your team, why it's called yeah. that, your, your outfits. Great. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, we had this, the most down to earth group of guys this year, um, as far as a team goes, um, you know, first things first is we're all really good friends outside of racing and, and outside of the racing paddock and everything. Um, you know, Ray Hoffman, um, the owner of Righteous Racing, so to speak, is uh, he's been helping me out since I was just a little kid racing minis up in Wisconsin. So um, it was it was good to get back to to the roots a little bit, you know, between him and my father. They they took care of the bike and uh, made sure everything was tip top before I went out. Um, and then we had Jason Knudsen, who's our uh, we call him our media and logistics guy, which is you know, just a name we give him to sound serious, but he just kind of hangs out and, and finds hotels and places to stay and, and make sure everybody's in good spirits. So, um, you know, we, we, we did roll around with uh, thrash bike racing, the liquid Molly truck and everything. And, and that was awesome because uh, we've been hanging with Max and smoke for a long time there too. So um, it was really nice to kind of get back to the, to the OG people, so to speak, as far as, you know, who got me into racing and, in, in the people that have been with me there since the beginning. So, go, go sorry, Paul. I, no, you I, know, I, okay. I, I just wanted to, I got excited when he was talking about his program and I'm, I always think of people from the Midwest and, you know, we, they say a long time ago with my background in advertising, David Ogilvie, who is uh, from this famous advertising agency said, if you're going to hire people, hire people from the Midwest because they're down to earth, they're, they're honest. You, you see what you get. And, you know, they're good people to work with. And I can see Jody, you've got that ethic as well. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why I and a lot, so many people 
admire you so much. Um, did you, are you originally from that area and how did you start with your racing? Did you, what was the first track you raced at and what was your first bike and all, and all that stuff? Yeah, I've, uh, I, I grew up here um, for sure. Um, basically lived in the same house since I was born. And uh, we were at Blackhawk Farms, which is about 45 minutes away from my house. I was watching my dad race. And I don't know, I was eight, nine or 10 at the time or something. And um, Chris Labugan um, ran a, uh, a mini moto series called Northwoods GP then up at a track in um, Shawano, Wisconsin. That's where the new the supermoto races are held, the lightning on the wolf stuff. So um, he invited us, us up there and uh, just that was my first race. I mean, it, it was an absolute blast. And like you said, Sean, you know, guys from the Midwest, super down to earth. Um, and we just felt right at home right away. And ever since then, it was like, you know, I've always wanted to race. So um, that's, that's what got me started right there, um, was basically riding a Ninja 250 on the go-kart track. So, Okay, well, you're obviously not a factory superbike guy that's making tons of money or good money or any money. But right. so what, what, what do you do, Jody, like in the off season or... Or even between races, I mean, do you do you have a job? Do you go to school? Do you play video games? What what does Jody do when 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 he's not at the racetrack? Right. Yeah. No. I I got a job. Um, my father uh, owned a auto repair shop, so uh, that's my job now. Is 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 running his auto repair shop. So um, basically, when I'm not on motorcycles, I'm doing car stuff, which cool. is everything. You know. I mean customer service, you know, service rider. I work on the cars um, and I have my own cars that I like to tinker with in the off season too. So basically when I'm never, uh, when I'm not on a bike, we're, we're doing car stuff. So. Jody, so we talked a little bit about what you're doing next year and I can totally understand why you're not ready to talk about that yet. I mean, it is early days and a lot of people are trying to figure things out, but you had a bit of a stint in super sport. Um, and I'm not trying to push you in that, into that class, Particularly, you know, there's some changes that are coming up this year and, you know, there's a lot of things that have to be done to uh, with the new bikes coming in. Um, but uh, do you have a pathway? I mean, let's just say you go back to Twins Cup again this year. Would you see yourself eventually going back to Supersport and, and talk about when you did it before? Was it why did you choose Twins Cup, I guess, when you were doing a little bit of Supersport? Did it just feel like a better class for you? Well, the reason that when we did the super sport year, I think it was in 2017. Um, it was, it was very expensive and, um, it, it was also very hard on me as far as, you know, keeping physically fit and everything. So, um, twins cup seemed to be the middle ground, um, with that one between super sport and junior cup to where it's maybe not as expensive. Um, I don't have to stress and strain myself as much as I did in super sport. Um, and it also seemed like what Ray Hoffman wanted to do. So, um, that's kind of why we did that. Um, our expectations were set pretty low as far as what had happened during the year and, and, and what our accomplishments and our achievements would be. Um, and we definitely exceeded those. So we were all excited about that. But as far as super sport goes, I mean, I, I, I love riding 600s I and mean, we were down at Daytona and it was ripping with Sam and, uh, Dom and Joseph Lamandry. And it was like, it was just the most fun I've had in a race, a club race in a long time. Um, so I, I, I would definitely love to hop back in the super sport class one of these days. Um, I just don't know when, and I don't necessarily have a, a, a 
a highlighted path yet, um, but we'll see what this next year brings us. So your your birthday, you were you were born on a convenience store. Do you know what I'm saying by that? Yes, the Seven <laughs> Eleven. I love it. I get I get. Well, I think anybody gets free slushies on July 11th, but I like I, to think I'm special in some in some way. Geez, I didn't know that, but I'm gonna have to try it out because my birthday is seven thirteen. But I don't mind celebrating a couple days early. So. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, they don't check your birth certificate or anything. So <laughs> hop on in there. I think you get a free one anyway, though. Yeah, but my face, I gotta have one of those faces where I'm I I can't play poker because oh, okay. Well, yeah, I get you. I got the guilty look all the time. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I bring that up because your number is seven seventeen. Why is it not seven eleven? That's funny that you know, I, I don't know if anybody ever noticed that. Um, long story short, it was during my first, maybe it was a CCS race, or maybe it was Moto America, but 7-Eleven wasn't available. And uh, basically, like 71 was taken uh, by Ray Hoffman, by the way, and then uh, 7-Eleven was taken. So I, I chose the next um, number that was close to 7-Eleven that had straight characters because we were using electrical tape back then as numbers. So. Um, we didn't want to do any twos or threes or anything. So seven Those one are seven too one. What's that? Those are too difficult to make. Exactly. Exactly. So we we picked ones with straight numbers in it, and it's just for some reason it's always reverted back to that. You know, I, was, I think I had a I think I was number seventy at one point, maybe in Moto America or in uh, in club racing, and then um, you know it just always it, it finds its way back to the seven one seven. So that's. So it is derivative. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, it was so close. I had, I had a feeling it had to do with it in some way. There are right. a, lot of guys, a lot of guys whose numbers when they're three digits or whatever are related to their, their birthday. That, um, yeah. Well, that's the first thing that came to my mind was when there was, you know, when it's come time to pick our number and only three digit ones were available. It's like, you know, birthday. That's just, it, it, that, that's what comes to mind. The first thing, you know, yeah, I mean, funny story about the president of Moto America and all of our hero, Wayne Rainey. I mean, his number when he was racing early on was number 60. He had quite a few numbers, but that was a number he was really known for. And uh, for the longest time, I thought, because I knew he was born in 1960, I thought that I had that number. He said, nope, it was completely and utterly random. He was just given that oh, number really? to be the year. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I might have an anxiety attack if I was asked to pick a random number. Yeah, right. Exactly. You got to associate it with something, you know? Yeah. You're a numerology kind of guy. I know that. Again, well, right? he's, he's, a he's a numerology kind of guy, but he's also like smart enough to know which ones are easy to make with tape. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with 111. <laughs> you know, I should have. I guess my mind was in the, in the July 11th area. As yeah. As yeah. You had to celebrate his birthday. That's All right. right. Hey, so speaking of celebrate, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up pretty soon here. But I wanted to ask you um, real quick about obviously it's Thanksgiving week. You're you're from mm -hmm. the Midwest. I don't know a lot about your family. Do you have a big family? And what do you, what do you do on Thanksgiving? And what's your go to dinner? Are you a turkey guy? Or tell us all about your Thanksgiving. Oh, 100 percent stuffing my my face with some turkey. Um, turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy is where it's at for me anyway. But uh, now we we usually hang out with my dad's side of the family on Thanksgiving. Um, Usually, usually we would go down to Georgia, but this year I think it's going to be up here in uh, maybe in the Chicago area. But um, yeah, honestly, just a lot of a lot of over fillings of turkey and, and mashed potatoes. So that's basically in the long and the short of it, exactly what my Thanksgiving is going to consist of. So, 
So, Sean, what, what's your plan? Do you stay home or do you go to family somewhere else? Well, this year's going to be weird. So I used to, we used to always make the 10 hour trip back up to Northern New York, where I'm from to my moms and dads, but it's gotten to the point where it's just too hard. And generally, whenever we go up there this time of year, we have to go through this area, which is around uh, Erie, Pennsylvania and up through Buffalo. And even this time of year, we'll get crazy snowstorms and we've been snowed in, in different places. And, and we just got tired of dealing with that mess. Um, you never, it's like a complete journey from one place to another. So you know, we've had, we've met them halfway sometimes. Um, Pam's mom's in Florida, but we go see her for Christmas. So for, for us, you know, we've, we've had my mom and dad down, um, but they've, they've become a little bit older. So that doesn't really work anymore. So this year, <clears throat> excuse me, this year <clears throat> we are going to, I'm getting all choked up thinking about it because it's not, it's not going to be that emotional. You're not going to believe it. We're gonna, we're going to go down to Bob Evans and get a couple of turkey dinners to go. We're going to oh, our kitchen and eat. And I think our son's coming over. Our son is uh, lives in Columbus, and you know, but his this is the reason we do this. He does not like turkey uh, much to Jody's. Uh, uh, you know, probably not happy to hear that, Jody. But he's a he's a hamburger guy. So hey, you know, but, meat and potatoes is where it's at. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's meat and potatoes, but he's not much of a poultry guy. So, oh, I so my wife always cooks him a burger and we have, we have turkey and there's always so much left over that this year we're just going to go get to go dinners and be happy to with the whole thing. That's not a terrible idea at all. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. But Paul, I know, is a big family guy. He'll You're probably all about it, right, Paul? Well, I'm fortunate and my sister and her family live in uh, in San Diego, so they're only like 50 minutes away. So I will go down there and then, um, you know, my parents will be down there as well. So that's where, that's where I do. Um, I do the business on Thanksgiving. So it makes it easy for me. I go down there and they do all the work and we make my dad do the dishes. Cause we've always had this thing in our family that if you won a world championship, then you have to do dishes. So I'm safe from that. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to do the dishes every year, the poor bastard, but anyway, that's terrible. Jeez. No, I'm I'm gonna help him out this year because uh, you know I don't want him to feel like he's he's getting picked on. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah. So that that's my plan for Thanksgiving. So it's pretty it's a pretty easy day for me. I just kind of get uh, taken care of, which is nice, and don't have to worry about too much. And it's a it's a quick drive and goes pretty smoothly. And I don't have to worry about snow chains or anything like that. So we'll be good. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah. Yeah, have you had snow yet up there, Jody? We've had we had a little bit that only lasted like one day. We yeah, we had some flurries here and there, but nothing sticking. Okay, yeah, they haven't, they haven't been out in the roads with the salt yet. So right, thank that, God. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right, boys, it was it was nice chatting with you as always, Jody, and uh, I wish you luck in putting your program together, and and hopefully, well, I'm I I can guarantee that we're going to see you. So I hopefully we see you with a. Uh, with a package that uh, you're successful with and we get to have you uh, on more podiums and more press conferences and, and all that good stuff. But uh, both of you uh, travel safely, whatever you do for Thanksgiving and, and the rest of the holidays. And, and we'll chat again uh, in the new year. Always a pleasure guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks Paul. See you Jody. Bye guys. Yeah.